Hey there, everybody. It's Franklin Taggart here with the virtual coffee break. I've got my coffee. Grab your beverage and let's chat for just a minute. The theme on today's program is going to be how to be a great podcast guest. Um, I've been podcasting for quite a while now. I've had four podcasts all together over the years, and the last two have been primarily interview focused. And I've, I think, at last count, I've interviewed over 150 people. Um, and there are a couple of things that I just wanted to put out there. But before we go there, I wanted to say, sometimes I'm a podcast guest too. And today, um, I was honored to be on Creator Stories, which is a podcast from the Interact Quiz Company. Um, Jessamine Solana is a great host on that. If you are an entrepreneur of any stripe, um, I would recommend that podcast highly. My episode just uh, was released this morning, and I am grateful to them for the opportunity to share some of my story and some of the insights that I've had along the way. Let's get back to the idea. If you want to be a great podcast guest, there are a couple of things that I think are really important from the very beginning. One of them is to do your research. Make sure that you are, you are, you know, trying to pitch yourself to podcasts that are a good fit for you. I get solicitations almost every day now, and many of them are just automatically, I can, I don't see why they even submitted other than that they saw my name and my podcast on a list. And it may be that somebody else was doing that for them. They weren't actually doing it for themselves. So do your research and make sure that you're, you're applying to the podcasts that make the most sense for you. Um, the other thing that I encourage people to do in the research phase is to pay attention to the guidelines that uh, are given for submission. Um, there are different guidelines for every podcast pretty much. And I have some pretty stringent ones at this point because quite honestly, I have some standards that I want to uphold. And I also have some, some goals with the podcast. So I don't take a lot of new interviews on. And the ones that I do are are very well screened. So you need to make sure that you're following the submission guidelines to the letter. And um, as you're doing your research, um, another piece of the research that you want to probably find out about is uh, something about the host and, and the program itself. Find out about the history. Find out about the... Uh, the goals of the host or the business that they're in. Um, do thorough research about the show before you ever send the first submission. The second thing that I'd like to get into as far as the um, being a great podcast guest is concerned is after that, after that thorough research is done, make sure that uh, your pitch doesn't waste the host's time. And so there are a couple of examples of that that I can give you. Um, there are some people that pitch to be on podcasts that just aren't ready. And it shows in the way that they present themselves. And for me, when I get those pitches, very often I will send a real quick note back saying, you would be someone I might consider, but you probably need to present yourself differently, right? And, and a good example of that was, you know, a person um, 
just got a, a podcast directory and they just started randomly emailing all of the people in that podcast directory without really, they didn't know, first of all, what kind of podcast was going on. They were just kind of fishing, you know? And um, when I got that email, it was like, um, I'm not sure why you were writing to me. <laughs> you know, it was not very clear. The pitch wasn't clear. They weren't, they didn't have any ideas for what they wanted to talk about. They didn't have any information about themselves other than I'm interested in being on your podcast. And that just didn't, didn't float for me. It was a waste of my time. And at this point in my life, I'm starting to measure the time that I have left and wastes of time are things that I want to avoid as much as possible. So make sure that your presentation is ready to go. There are a lot of folks that, that encourage you to make a one sheet. And I like one sheets, um, actually, because it helps me to, to get a good sense of the person, their branding, their, the topics that they're comfortable. Um, it gives me an idea of, um, earlier experience that they've had on other podcasts. So if you can make your, your podcast pitch, you know, a really solid presentation that doesn't waste the host time. That's really the second thing that I would encourage you to do as a great guest, right? The other thing that I would encourage you to, to do to be a great guest is to um, make sure that you communicate with your host if there are any changes that are made or if you have any questions. Um, a lot of times um, I usually send out a, a letter that, you know, right after people have been approved uh, to be on my podcast, I send out a letter with all of the details about it. And that letter explicitly lets them know that this will be both a video and an audio podcast. So they need to be ready for both their appearance and the way that they sound. Um, I also let them know that, you know, um, we'll do a, a short technical check at the beginning just to make sure that microphones are a good standard and the cameras, you know, the lighting is good and cameras can see what they need to see and all of that stuff. And it, it amazes me still that people forget that this is a video podcast as well as an audio podcast. And they show up and I say, okay, I'm getting ready to, to start the recording. Are you ready? You know, are you ready for the video? And they're, they'll panic and they'll say, Oh my God, I didn't know this was a video. <laughs> But that was the first thing that I told them when I, when I, you know, approved their, their submission. So in any case, definitely make sure that you read all the details and that you communicate with the host uh, as you need to, if you have any questions about it. The other thing that I'm going to say is that when you do submit to podcast, don't bug the host about it and don't keep following up. It's just like, you know, the job interview where follow up, follow up, follow up. In this case, quite honestly, we don't have the bandwidth. And most of the podcast hosts that I know are, they're on their own and they're producing it themselves. And they don't have a ton of time to, to field those kind of calls where you're asking, you know, have you made a decision yet? Have you made a decision yet? If people don't let me have my own process of deciding then it's probably going to be about an, it's going to be an automatic no. So if you're going to start following up, sending follow-up emails or doing follow-up, you know, calls or DMs or whatever, 
that just probably sealed your fate. Now, I hate to be a hard ass about it, but I've, I've gotten to the point where I've had to be. And, and I think part of that is, again, I'm doing this on my own. I'm doing it, you know, largely because I am, I want to be an encouragement to the people who show up uh, as guests on my show. And I invest a lot of time in this. So I already have a pretty full dance card. And when people are calling me and asking me if they're going to be on, if they're going to have, if their submission has been approved or if I've seen it yet at that point, um, again, I'm probably inclined to say, sorry, but no. All right. Now, when you're in the midst of the interview, it's okay with me if you ask to take a break. (laughs) And there are a lot of folks that I know who have had to go to the bathroom about 10 minutes in and they've held it for the other 35 minutes (laughs) very uncomfortably. And all they had to do was say, I need to take a restroom break. So if you're in the middle of production, one of the things to keep in mind is that most of the folks that you're going to be talking with have an editing process and they will edit those things out, right? The, the best thing that you can do if you're in the middle of the production and you need to take a break for whatever reason, just say, I need to stand up and stretch. I'm starting to get a leg cramp or I need to go to the restroom or I need to have a sip of water or I need to cough, <laughs> whatever it is. Just go ahead and just let the person know because we don't want you to be uncomfortable while you're in the interview. That comes across. Let's talk a little bit about um, some of the things to, to pay attention to. There are some hosts that really love to go into conversation and there are other hosts that like to follow a very structured interview. You need to be aware of the style of the host and what they prefer and If you want to move something from an interview into more of a conversational thing, it's a good idea to ask permission first. So if you're, you know, if you're wanting to kind of change the direction or the tone of the, of the conversation and move it more in a conversational direction or in reverse from a conversational to more of a structured direction, by all means, go ahead and speak up, but make sure you ask for permission before you just go there. Because there are going to be some hosts that will be flummoxed by that and they won't know what to do, right? So there are a couple of other things that I wanted to mention. One of them, make sure that you thank the person who just hosted you on the podcast. Not only at that time that they that they interview you, but maybe one or two or three times afterwards because that person has invested their time and energy into giving you a platform to reach new people. Now, one of the things that you've got to remember about podcasts is that podcasts are up for as long as the host wants them to be. The thing that I've found about my podcast is that I get a, I get a good round of listeners on the first release, but the majority of my listeners come afterwards. And a lot of it is that I get a lot of new listeners as people discover the show and they go back and listen to back episodes. So once your episode is out there, it's searchable. It is something that, uh, again, it, it's going to represent you possibly for, for many years. You want it to make sure that, um, that first of all, that, that, that you're 
appreciative of the effort that's gone into that and into the opportunity that's just been handed to you. Because it's like, you know, somebody could discover you three years after a podcast is released because of what you talked about in the podcast. And then all of a sudden, you've got another, you know, another one, two, ten, a hundred thousand fans just because you did a podcast three years ago that you've forgotten completely about, right? The only other thing that I'm going to say is to make, to be a great podcast guest, share the episode, share it with your, your following, make sure that you include it in an email, make sure that you include it in, um, your social media. The thing that I think is really important. I, I had an interesting conversation with someone, um, several months ago now, and she was very adamant that she was angry that the podcast hosts were asking her to share the podcast because she thought that was the host's responsibility. Well, yeah, it is. And the guest, if you want to be a great guest that the host may actually invite back at some point, share the podcast and, and tag the host, tag the podcast host in whatever you share, right? I can't tell you the number of people that I've had as guests who have not shared. They've not thanked me. They just, um, for whatever reason, they think that they're God's gift to my podcast. And in honesty, they're really not. (laughs) Those podcasts were the ones that, you know, I was not real, you know, real happy about afterwards. And it wasn't because of the quality of the content. It was just because that person, you know, for God's sake, people tip your waiter. <laughs> you know, if you if you forget to show appreciation to your podcast host, and if you don't share your podcast episode with your followers, you might want to wonder if you really should be doing podcasts at all, right? So you want to be a great podcast guest? Those are my tips. Now, there's one other thing that I wanted to mention to you. Kat Stancic was my guest just a few days ago, and she's got a really cool uh, podcast mixer. It's the second Friday of every month. The one in December is really going to be fun. And what it is going to be is um, a speed dating kind of a uh, thing between hosts and guests where we're just going to do a round robin where you you meet a lot of people that are in the role that you want to find. So if you're a host, get on there and get matched up with some guests. If you want to be a guest on podcasts, sign up for the mixer and show up and meet as many hosts as you can, right? Now at the mixer, you've got I think 1 minute to introduce yourself and to make a pitch and if you know if the host has any questions for you they've you know they they will probably ask you for contact information but that mixer's coming up the second friday of december and what i would encourage you to do is just go to leadbossmixer.com and sign up for it and um and show up it's going to be a great way if you're looking for some podcasts to show up on as a guest or if you're a host looking for guests this event is one that you're not going to want to miss it's free. It's cats events are always excellent. And I think that, um, 
I think you'll get a lot out of it. So leadbossmixer.com. I want to thank you for your, your time and your attention. I've gone a little bit long today, but this is something that's kind of near and dear to my heart. And I, I, I want people to be on podcasts and I want them to succeed on podcasts. So this isn't sent out in a curmudgeonly judgmental way. This is in a way of saying, if you want to be great on a podcast, these are some steps to follow. Cool? Thanks as always for your time and your attention. I'll be back tomorrow with another coffee break. So long.